This is the Ryder and Lisa podcast. Brought to you by Yegg Property Pros. Powered by Real Broker. Get a realtor who knows. Call the pros. We got a text from Alyssa wondering if you're going to go see Jonas Jonas tonight. Oh, yes. Yeah, he's not performing with the Jonas Brothers tonight. He's actually uh, doing like a solo show. Oh, yeah, you're a, going to that instead. At a small bar. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to see Jonas Jonas, my favorite of the brothers. I got to live vicariously through someone in Vancouver's videos on their Instagram story of the concert. They had really good seats. So I'm good. Was Jonas at that one? No. Okay. No Jonas. Uh, what did I learn this weekend? That I am not flexible. I went to my first hot yoga class in quite some time and I was very nervous. I was like, oh, everyone's going to be judging me. No. Because Nobody even your, looked at me. Because of your gas? I'm not gassy. When you stretch? No, I'm, I'm not gassy, but <laughs> I can barely touch my toes. And I was fully expecting everyone to be like, this chick sucks. No. People that do yoga, they mind their business. They are there to focus on themselves. Straight which I, zen. I loved that. Yeah. But I was not flexible. Did uh, they find the, oh, 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 <laughs> uh, distracting? A little bit. Okay. <laughs> I would imagine. I would. Uh, I learned an important lesson this weekend as well, that uncles are bad influences. Uh-oh, what happened? Took my dad for his 75th birthday to the Oilers game last night. Looked had, awesome. You had great seats. Yeah, with uh, my two brothers, and then we had an extra seat that uh, my daughter joined us for. And on the way home, it's like 10, 15. No. My brother starts talking about... Ice cream? Milkshake. He wants a milkshake. Who the hell do you think you are bringing up milkshakes in front of an 11-year-old at her bedtime, bro? Did you get them? No. Thankfully, Peter's drive-in was closed. Um, That's where we were going to stop. And we were going to, yeah, he won that argument until we didn't see a place that was open that had milkshakes. That's the best part about being an aunt or an uncle. You sugar them up and then you, they're not your problem. No, you get rid of them because they go home with their parents. It's not nice. Anyway, so the next time I uh, I go out to Victoria, where he resides with his son and his wife, who's uh, his son's eight, yeah, I believe. Uh, I'm gonna take the kid to like the pet store and get him petting different dogs and cats. Get him so, really into that lifestyle. Yeah, send pictures and be yeah. like, "Oh, Brad, look at this one. This cat is gonna get put down if we don't adopt it today." And I'll tell Lachlan, his son, that. Um, just because he, I, he threw this on me at 1030. Yeah. Makes sense. Uncle Idiot. vibes for sure. Uh, what is, uh, something that you learned over the long weekend? Jeff, who listens to us from the West end was at West Edmonton mall. That makes sense. I learned what a 40 X movie is at West Ed. The chair rocks you around pretty good. I took my daughters. It was awesome. I don't know if I've been to one of those me yet. Neither. I'd be too scared. I don't like, uh, the thought of because they do that at in Disney World where you sit and they have all the mm-hmm. sensations. Oh, I've done them th- like those ones before. They're wild. The, w- when it feels like mice run over your feet, like I'm not interested. Or when somebody sneezes on the screen and then you get like blasted with a little bit of wetness. I, I feel like I've never heard of those two options. That sounds I'm like serious. Are you sure that's not? It doesn't sound like the happiest place on earth to me. Exactly. People sneezing on your face? No, I'm serious. It's a thing. <laughs> I bet someone from our 6am listener club has been to that show. I, this is just hearsay. I haven't experienced it. 
Is it like a torture show? No, it's like a Jumanji or it's oh, like, I don't actually know. Okay. But. You've been waiting for this moment and it's here. Congratulations, Lise. I have not been waiting for this moment. This is unsolicited. Yeah, but like... So I got some mail today. Mm-hmm. And when I opened it, there was $60 American cash inside of it from Hell a, yeah. a listener. I guess I have a sugar daddy now. In the States. In the States. Somebody's uh, become quite fond of you and is sending you 60 bucks American. That's like $300 Canadian. I know. What do I do with it? Serious question with the listeners. Because I feel weird taking it. I didn't ask for this. Yeah. You haven't sent him pictures of your feet or anything, right? Never. Maybe you should. No. Well, then it's an exchange, you know? Right now, you're feeling uneasy because it's a one-way deal. Well, and if I keep it, do I owe the guy? Do you know what I mean? Well, that's why you send the picture. No, I send back the money. (laughs) What the hell's wrong with you? What? Ryder's going to Vegas in a couple weeks, and he wants to take my $60 American and gamble with it. I'm like, this has nothing to do with you. Okay, I got a deal for you. I'll take the 60 I'll go, and I'll put it all on black or red. You can pick. And uh, when we win, I'll give you 60 bucks back. You can send it to the guy. But then I've got 60 to play with. If we lose it, we lose it. Way she goes. Let, uh, let the Lord of the table decide your fate. It's interesting that you write that in, John, who's listening from Gibbons. Buy some baked goods for parking lot deals. Last week, we had those cream puffs in the parking lot yeah, we dropped just off. dishing out cream puffs but to listeners in the back alley. I didn't really give more details on what else is in this envelope that I got. And there's a Google Maps printed out. It's about a day and a half drive to a bakery, he suggests I try. So yeah. maybe the, that, the money's for that. Right. When you eventually get back to the East Coast, you can get yourself... Get mm-hmm. yourself some bacon. Tessa says food bank. True. I would love to donate it. They wouldn't know what to do with American funds. But I I do think I have to just send it back, back to the guy. So he knows I didn't. Because he's going to assume I bought something for myself with it, regardless of what I actually do with it. Well, let's do the gambling thing. No. Why? Anyway, I got my first unsolicited sugar daddy cash in... Uh, cash jobby. In the mail. And mm. I'm feeling... Conflicted. I I absolutely thought the day that this ever happened to me, I'd be so ecstatic. Right. But I'm feeling uneasy. Yeah. It's because you haven't sent anything back. Okay. So let's. What should go. I send back? Well, we're gonna do a quick poll on the text become, line. I don't want to become like. I don't want to become a pen pal with this guy. I don't even know him. Send him the picture of your foot with the mole on it. Then he won't ask for more back. Ryder Marilyn Monroe would probably. <laughs> Make me millions. It's not gross. It'll be like, oh, yeah, it's the last time I sent her money. Then you don't have to feel uneasy again. Yeah, maybe. But then it's an exchange. Okay. Quick poll in the text line 780 784 7107. Who are you with here? Lisa's options are either donate it or send send it it back. back. My options are send them a picture of your feet and gamble it, trying to double it. And if you win, then you can send it back. Who do you think is right in what this situation? What would you do? Like, honestly, think about it. Put yourself in my shoes. 
with those weird feet in them. Ryder. What would you do? Yeah. Would you gamble or? If you got 60 American dollars randomly in the mail and it has your name on it, like it's for you. With a printed off picture of maps. And a poem. We didn't get into the poem that was in there too. Would you keep it or would you send it back? It is time for the top seven annoying things you'll probably hear today now that you're uh, headed back to work. These are sayings that should probably hit the bricks, but... It's a short week, so we can handle it. They're going to jam them in, though. All of them will somehow make a four-day work week. At number seven, we got teamwork makes the dream work. At number six, well, that weekend disappeared. How about, this is the most Mondayest Tuesday ever. That's got to be in there, too. That's a good one. Yeah. I, yeah, number five, I have, I'm having a case of the Mondays, but I think I like yours better <laughs> for today specifically. Yeah, for a short week. At number four, what you having when you're heating up your food? Uh, the worst. Just leave me alone. I'm on my lunch break. Yeah, like, it's a, it's a bowl of sa- sadness, to be perfectly honest. It's some leftovers I don't want. Mm. I didn't like them the first time around. And I'm just eating them because I mm. need fuel to keep existing in this lame-ass life. Thanks looks, for asking. That looks good. There's a really good uh, stand-up bit about when KFC came out with their bowls mm-hmm. that have the mashed potatoes, the corn, the gravy, the uh, popcorn chicken all mixed in. It's by Patton Oswald. Love him. And he calls them the sadness bowls. And they're just, that's what I feel like when people ask me what I'm heating up at, at work lunch. It's just I'm having a bowl of sadness. Yeah, go away. Uh, coming in at number three, living the dream. Just living the dream. Number two, is it Friday yet? As we count down the top seven annoying things you'll probably hear at work today. And uh, coming in at number one. Working hard or hardly working? That one we don't hear as much. It's usually like an older older gentleman that doesn't come pop into the office. Yeah, do people lot. that bust that one out think that they're saying it to somebody who's never heard it before? Because it has a bit of that, like, zest. Working hard or hardly working? It gives the same <laughs> vibes as, like, the father of the bride that goes up to do a speech, but you can tell they just Googled a bunch of dad jokes to say at a wedding. That's right. There's the list of the top seven things you'll hear. Hopefully, you can get through them today. Yeah, good luck with that. Can we do another round of Am I a Bad Dad? Sure. It's not just me answering, though. Everyone listening has to contribute as well. 780-784-7107. What happened? So last night we ended up uh, in row two at the Oilers game, just a seat beside the visitors' penalty box. Mm-hmm. So right in that like nice little corner, it was awesome. Really fun place to watch the game. Um, I had my eleven-year-old with me, and I know that like when you're in the penalty box, you tend to like kind of look around, mm-hmm. and so I wanted to uh, try to get in the other team's head. You know, that's the home ice advantage, right? So I was writing things on my phone really big and then giving my phone to my daughter and she'd get the player's attention as if she was just like a kid who's like excited to wave. Mm -hmm. And then she'd hold up the phone with some different messages. I'll read them to you, some of the ones I had. Uh, We got one player, he noticed, and uh, two others were like ignoring us, but I think they might have saw. Dumb move, bro. 
And these are our players or the New no, York no, Islanders? No, no. The okay. Islanders, yeah. I would never do this to our team. It's about getting in the other team's head. Okay. So dumb move, bro. Yeah. We had uh, grow up. That was for when somebody was having a little temper tantrum that yeah, they yeah. were in the penalty no, box. No, I like that one. We had, uh, I bet your teammates are really disappointed in you. There's no way that they're reading these. The one guy without question read it. You said that that's the one team you don't really know a lot of the players' names. You don't know a lot about the New York Islanders. Yeah, they kind of fly under the radar yeah, for the yeah. most part. Like I, you know, I knew like six or seven of the players on the team, but most teams I'd know almost everybody. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I bet your teammates are really disappointed in you. Was a good one, and then you belong in the ECHL. Was a pretty good one. So once again, these are like messages I wrote on my phone that my daughter would show the other team. ECHL is the Eastern Coast Hockey League, and it's for guys that just, you know, aren't going to make the NHL or or pass their heyday of, of playing in the show. I don't think you're a bad dad for it. Does it promote bullying? Yeah, she wrote, you suck jackass on the one, and no. I wouldn't, I wouldn't uh, let her use that one. That was her suggestion. She wanted to get in on it. Charlie. Yeah, so we didn't use you, you suck jackass, but we did use these other ones. Okay. I think the one the guy saw was dumb move, bro. Yeah, yeah. Um, anyway, 780-784-7107. Is this promoting being mean to others? Is this a bad dad move? Or is this a teaching your kid how to be a crafty sports fan? You know? Oh, I never thought about it that way. Because it's been fun to go to the Riverhawks games and I get her to yell things at the opposing players as well. Like, are you my dad? Right. Right Just before get, get they head. bet yeah. be, to get in their head. That's the home field advantage. Exactly. So I never thought Travis Barker would get a little bit cringy. Oh, you haven't been watching the Kardashians then? Well, I mean, even before Kardashians, I never thought that that would be a thing. Yeah. You know, he just seemed like he was like... Just cool. The perfect, cool, chill rock star. A little bit cringy. The kissing. Yeah, the kissing is what gets me in the Kardashians. Just, they are just, every second word out of their mouths is baby. And just Frenching in front of yeah. the kids and like, okay. Uh, but did you hear what the next thing that he's done is that has social media a little bit twisted up? Is it the name of their son? They just Rocky 13 or something? What's their kid's name? I believe Rocky 13 is what they're calling the kid. Yeah, no, it's uh, involving that. He was in the uh, the room, the delivery room, mm -hmm. I guess, and drumming to the tempo of his son's heartbeat from the ultrasound machine. And like, I get it if like he's a drummer, right? He brought his drum set? But like if he was tapping on his leg or something else, the chair, that's fine. No, he brought a practice drum pad and drumsticks into the delivery room to like jam out for the kid's entrance. Huh. Here's uh, some of it. never given birth but i'm curious to those who are listening who have would you be okay with that happening in the room would it help you with distraction or would you want to that made me anxious him? that made me anxious just listening to it and i'm not delivering a child like there's too much going on already you I, in my opinion from my experience with it 
You want to do everything you can to make the room a peaceful, welcoming place. Mm -hmm. This is the baby's first experience. And although it won't remember it, I feel like mentally, like it actually will have an effect if it's brought into the world in a peaceful atmosphere. Him ripping on a drum set while baby's board doesn't feel peaceful at all to me. I like I don't know if anybody would be like, yeah, that's uh that's what I'd like for my birth is somebody shredding the drums. Ryder and Lisa's 1K Wordplay. Brought to you by Out of Bounds Restaurant. We will be doing a text to play tomorrow morning again. We're doing that about once a week right now. We've got Gabrielle on the phone right now. Call her seven. First time getting through. Ready to win a thousand bucks or what? Yeah. I'm ready. Let's do it. Ooh, good Perfect. energy. I love that. Feeling it. Me too. It's been a minute since we gave away a grand, so hopefully uh, we can put an end to that. Mm-hmm. Here's yes, how the game works. Go. You're going to pick uh, teammates, either Lisa or myself, who will leave the room and not be able to hear any of your answers when we give you five words. Just tell us the first word that comes to mind for each, the most common word that you can think of that most people would pick, and then we'll invite your teammate back in, and they'll try to do the same thing. For every answer that matches, it's 25 bucks. Hit them all, and it's 1000 Who's your teammate this morning, Gabrielle? I'm going to go with Ryder. Okay. Yes. Get out of here. Let's make it happen. Thousand bucks. I'm going to start your 25 second timer, Gabrielle, right after I say the first word. Okay, good luck. Okay. Just wait until he's out of the room. Okay. What comes to mind when I say spaghetti? Pasta. Puck with a P. Puck. Hockey. Gassy. Um. <laughs> Gassy? Gassy with a G. Gassy. Spark. Swipe. Tinder. Trim. Haircut. Good job. And you just, oh my gosh, you got that last word in right as the timer ended. Good job. <laughs> oh no. He's here. Ryder. I heard, oh, no, as I was She's walking nervous, in. but that's okay. I think we're going to win some money today. What's the first word that comes to mind when I say puck? Hockey. 25 bucks, Gabrielle. <laughs> Gassy. Fart. $50. Swipe. Hard? Tinder. Oh. Tinder. Oh. I know. That one was hard. I liked Gabrielle's answer, though. That's a good answer. What comes to mind when I say spaghetti? Spaghetti pasta. Yeah, 75 bucks. Let's oh. try and send you, send you home with 100 bucks. Last but not least, what comes to mind when I say trim? I feel like this... Isn't going to be the obvious answer because he left it for last. Trim. Uh, I got to go hair. It was haircut. Yeah, we can't. Dang. I don't think we can count that one. 75 bucks is yours, Gabrielle. Thanks for playing. 
Had a pretty sketchy situation on the weekend. Luckily, I think we came through unscathed. Lost a couple inches of hair or what happened? In, in a few end? spots, yeah. I think every kid needs to learn about that one hairbrush that your dad has. And it's the thick bristle round brush that you just you don't brush your hair with it as a kid. You yeah, don't. so that's exactly what what it was. It was uh it had like little pegs in it. Yep. And um we were at my my dad came into town for his 75th birthday with both my brothers. They were staying at a hotel suite. Yep. Um, and so we went there for a swim yesterday, and then my daughter decided to brush her hair. Well, her two uncles and her dad are all bald. But Grandpa, luckily Grandpa comes through, he still has a beautiful full head of hair. Doesn't make any sense to me, but here we are. So she had to brush her hair because she was in the pool. So post-swim hairbrush? Yeah, and borrowed this uh, the circular brush, and all of a sudden I just hear, Ugh. uh-oh. It's dangerous. And I said, "What? what's up? And she said, I think I got my hair twisted up in this brush a little bit. I go and look. and Not a little bit. Well, and I think she got anxious and started trying to, like, turn it and pull it. And then it just gets higher and higher up and stuck it even more. Like, it's like a rat's nest. It was ridiculous. It was. I've never seen anything like it. Yeah. And I spent probably 20 minutes trying to, like, remove little chunks of strands. It's so... Yeah, I think every kid has had a run-in with that brush once in their life. And nobody warns them no. about that brush and how easily it gets stuck in your hair and how it gets worse and worse if you keep messing with it. So we ended up, just picture this, like four dudes from Saskatchewan who, like no sisters, we don't know what the hell we're doing. Yeah. I need to make sure that her hair isn't damaged because in a co-parenting situation with a mom who cares about her deeply, obviously, I can't be sent in her home with half of her hair missing, obviously, right? Like, there's a lot at play for me Because so it, it got caught so high up that if you were to panic and cut it, she'd have a pixie cut, right? Like, it, she'd have to cut her hair off. Yeah, it would be like, it would be like the McDavid's hair length. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It would be like Victoria Beckham when she went blonde for a bit. So my brother gets my butcher knife. No. Because I had, yeah, well, we don't know what to do. You cut your daughter's hair with a butcher knife? So I had brought over a brisket to their hotel room. So I had my, like, good chef's knife. And, yeah, we had to cut some of her hair to get it out. And, like, it's not like she's six and, like, haha, whatever. She's like 11 and Yeah, cares, cares a lot about her hair. Kieran just wrote in saying, we call that the devil brush. Because it's true. Once, it, once it's in your hair, it's stuck. And the entire time, my dad's sitting in the corner. Well, don't wreck the brush. <laughs> I'm going to have to get a new brush for tomorrow if you guys, <laughs> if you guys can't get that brush out. I'm oh. going to need a new brush. Shut the hell up about the brush, dad. Like, this 11-year-old's going to lose her hair, and you're worried about your $4 brush? Did you get it out, though? Like, yeah, how much we, hair was cut off with that knife? Well, he let's just say he wasn't real pleased with what was left with the brush. Oh, because all so the hair was in it? Well, no, the pegs all oh. were popping out because we were yanking on it. That's yeah. what you should have got your dad for his 75th birthday instead of $400 
Oilers tickets. Get him a new $4 brush. Damn right. Next year, here's a 17-cent brush from the dollar store. Anyway, she's good to go. We're clear. We made it. Play 107, Ryder and Lisa, before we get into the winning song for Throwback Throwdown, a cool moment with uh, that artist, Noel Kahan. Okay. He was nominated for uh, 2024 Grammys. Mm -hmm. His first ever Grammy nomination. And was watching the, the moment on TV when they announced the category for Best New Artist. He was watching and he recorded himself. And it feels like it's so real that he forgot he was recording himself. Does like, he swear in it? I don't believe so. Um, I noticed right before they announced the category he was hoping to be nominated in, mm-hmm. he ran over and grabbed his backpack because he has this like lucky pig that he carries everywhere with him and he pulled it out and was holding it. It was the cutest thing I've ever seen. Yeah. Listen to this like honest to goodness joy. The laughter. Let's go! <laughs> Let's go! <laughs> Let's go! Yes! So there was Did a you swear. hear his phone go off? It's okay. like somebody was texting him immediately. Yeah, yeah, after yeah, yeah, That's true. the best. I I'm love real. it. We're going to go see him when he's here at Roger's Place in May. So yeah. excited for that concert. Should be a good show. Yeah. All right, time for the winning song for Throwback Throwdown. You voted and decided. Andre 3000 of Outcast has dropped new music on Friday, so we decided to do artists that branched out from their original group. Yeah, and did a solo album. Nice work. MJ. Yeah, you crushed it. Gets her done with Will You Be There? It's Play 107. Good morning. We are joined by Dan, one of the founders of Yeg Property Pros, our morning show sponsor. Tell us a little bit about the market right now, Dan. You know what, guys? The market's still holding pretty strong, especially in the entry-level single-family stuff. Duplexes, townhouses, anything starter properties is still on fire. And when you're dealing with starter properties, it's pretty nice to have somebody who's got your back. Absolutely. We always suggest using a realtor to buy a house. These are experienced, trained people. They're looking out for your best interest every time. Whereabouts can people find you in the city? Are you in just one specific area or do you specialize throughout? We have a very large team. We're in every corner of the city, every every suburb, every Spruce Grove, St. Albert, Fort Sask, Leduc. We cover it all. It's crazy how big some of those areas have gotten too. Like you drive through Spruce Grove now and it feels like a major city. Spruce Grove's a very popular place. Yeah. It's uh, it's really a community on the rise. So is St. Albert too. Like there's a lot of lot of growth going there. How can people get a hold of you if they're interested? Best way, yegpropertypros.com or look us up on Facebook, Insta, hashtag yegpropertypros. And if somebody's dealing with you and they're like, I can't stand this guy. Yeah, I'd is there sure someone like else to- you'd rather, <laughs> you can suggest? Uh, you could use Carson, my business partner, or else you just don't buy a house. <laughs> Those are the options. <laughs> All right. The Ryder and Lisa Podcast. Brought to you by Yeg Property Pros. Powered by Real Broker. Get a realtor who knows. Call the pros. Play 107.